welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, West Virginia, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. Our goal is to motivate and educate our listeners with these inspirational business stories. There are many positive things happening in West Virginia business that most people don't ever hear about. We're trying to change that with this podcast show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities. They're right here in our state. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in business in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Joshua McGrath and his company, Real Estate Central. Josh, are you ready to get down to business? Absolutely, Jim. Let's do it. Josh, I'm so honored to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. Josh McGrath is a lifelong resident of West Virginia. He's down in Kanawha County. We're going to learn about his, his company today. As, and as of this month, he's a 20-year realtor. That's pretty impressive. Starting in real estate at just 18 years old, Josh has worked tirelessly at growing a successful real estate business. In 2005, Josh opened Real Estate Central, which has grown to become the second largest real estate firm in the market. With 100-plus realtors in five locations and closing in excess of $126 million a year in sales. Josh, take a, uh, a minute, just kind of fill us in the, the, the background of that and kind of give us a little bit of a look behind the curtain into your company. All right. Well, it's interesting, right? I started yeah. in real estate at 18 years old because I decided that college just wasn't a path for me that I was quite ready for. Yeah, sure. And against everyone's advice, including my mom's, uh, I, I took the plunge using money that I'd gotten for my high school graduation to go to real estate school. Wow. And so I graduated high school in June of 99 and started selling real estate in September of the same year. Hmm. Um, now, since that time, of course, I was predominantly just listing and selling as an agent up until 2005 when I opened Real Estate Central and then used the experience that I had as an agent and kind of figuring out what tools and resources I would like to have seen or what I think could have helped me as an agent and using that knowledge to then implement those tools and resources for the agents that choose to work for us now. Yeah. So, Josh, take us back to, you know, that that moment in time when you're graduating high school and you're thinking about going into real estate school, what drove you into this line of work? What what was the inspiration that you found there? Work is something I've never been afraid of. I mean, I've I've had a paper route since I was what 14, 15 on my bike. So it I wasn't afraid of work. What I was mm. afraid, I wanted something that I was going to be rewarded for as hard as I was willing to work. Mm-hmm. And real estate seemed to be a avenue that did not have a ceiling, so to speak, you know, is, is you're self-employed. I kind of set my own pace. I could mm-hmm. set my own salary yeah. and it seemed like a viable option. Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I think that's really cool. And, and, you know, just being able to identify that, um, when you're in high school is pretty, pretty outstanding on your part, I think. 
Yeah, mom and dad moved when I was a junior. I see it was my fresh, no, sophomore going into my junior mm-hmm. year. We sold a house and moved. Yeah. And that whole process just interested me. Yeah. Like the the idea of marketing the home and negotiating the contracts and kind of facilitating the transaction. And it, it just, I was intrigued by it at that hmm. point. And so, so from there on, I kind of so led my is it Is it safe to say that that kind of, you know, lit the flame for you in real estate? Oh, just seeing that, that's pretty neat, really. You know, you probably hadn't really given much of a thought to real estate. And then all of a sudden, your your folks are selling their house and you're like, wow, this, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I followed it every step of the way. I was, I was very intrigued by it. Hmm. So, Josh, you know, I always ask this question, what's your 30-second pitch for Real Estate Central? In other words, what is it do you tell people you do? I think Real Estate Central, my goal with the company was to create a company that is embedded in the community. And, you know, we really do give back to the communities in which we live and work. That's a core value of of our culture. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's what really sets us apart. Like, we just, we... We're very, very rooted in the com- in the community which we we work. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. I mean, you're down in the in the Kanawha Valley, basically, right? I mean, w- talk a little bit about the geographic market you serve because you have five offices, right? Right. We do. We have offices here in my office where I work predominantly is right here in Charleston. We're yeah. right at the lot um, where they have live on the levee at the riverfront. Cool. And then we have offices in Cross Lanes. St. Albans, Taze Valley, and Barbersville. Oh, that's awesome. So what is the geographic market that you serve then? Is it primarily those areas or is it outside Predominantly, of well? we're, we're also across the border in both Ohio, um, so kind of in that, you know, across from Huntington, and then over into the Ashland market. We're members of the Ashland Association of Realtors, as well as the Huntington Board, mm. the Kanawha Valley Board, and the Parkersburg Board. We have agents up in Jackson County as well that serve um, that, that whole area. That's awesome. So you, you guys, you, you said you're, you know, you're committed to the communities you serve, but you're really plugged in uh, to these organizations like the boards and all this kind of stuff. What's the thing that you would say, Josh, that you're most excited about for your company right now? I think just the growth and the change, real estate has changed drastically just in the 20 years that I've been in it. Yeah. Talk a little, talk, five years. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. How's, how has it changed? Technology. Uh, has drastically changed our industry. I mean, when I first got in the business 20 years ago, you know, we had our what was called the MLS book, which right. was basically like a phone book <laughs> that had the listings in it. And of course, now you can go online and in a matter of 30 seconds, you can be on Realtor.com pulling up all the information you want on any property. Mm. And you know, that is something that I think we've had to adapt to. The way people do business, the way the consumer shops, and the information they have, buyers are extremely educated. Yeah, uh, they, they know most of the information that once upon a time was considered knowledge of the realtor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now that information's out, and, and we've become an, a little more on the customer service side. I mean, one of the things I talk with our team about a lot is customer service and customer experience. Mm. They have the knowledge, but they we want to make sure they have the good experience and and navigating the waters of negotiating the contract facilitating through home inspection repairs getting through an appraisal and navigating our way to the closing and then coordinating possession and making sure everybody's moved in and out when they're supposed to Mm -hmm. that's the experience that we want to to help them have so that they have a memory a good memory of buying their first or whatever number mm. home may mm. be. One of the things I talk about with my team here is that uh, people will trust a guide who has a plan. And that's, that's 
basically what you just described right there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's very cool. So you talk about, um, you know, talk if you could talk about your team, you know, I, I know that, uh, cause you're, you're the owner broker. Is that correct? For that is correct. Yes. So you have a team of realtors that are trained and, and professional and fully equipped to go out there in the market to list and sell homes. Talk about your team and the size of that and how that's grown over the years. It, it has, uh, we started just as there was four of us when we first opened back in 2005 and now we're up over a hundred agents. A lot of that has come from relationships. You know, real estate is very much a relationship industry. Mm-hmm. Rather, we're talking about the agent to the consumer or even, in my perspective, the broker to the agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I do, and I, I don't think there's much question in, is that every day I am in here trying to find ways to make the agent's jobs more productive, easier, facilitate, the, give them the tools and the resources they need to be successful, mm-hmm. uh, but then also to be the resource they have. You know, if they do hit a hiccup or there's a situation, they know they can come to me and we'll figure out a way to navigate through it together. Yeah. So it's just kind of being the the team person. You know, I'd, I've often been taught and keep in mind that there's a huge difference between being a boss and being a leader. Mm. Uh, and, and I like to think of myself as a leader and part of the team, but not a boss. I tell people all the time, I'm I'm on the same team they're on. I'm just wearing a different hat. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you don't mind, let's let's go down that path for a second. I, I'd like to get your thoughts on leadership and what, and you know, in your mind, is, uh, or, you know, what what makes an effective leader. I often say I think an effective leader is someone who understands that you lead from the back in the good times, mm-hmm. and you let everyone else just do their thing, and mm-hmm. you're there. And then you lead from the front in the bad times, you know, mm-hmm. when, when things, things get tough, things get hard, you have to step up and, and take, kind of take the rap sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm probably thrown under the bus more than most and I'm okay with that mm-hmm. uh, because I, I understand where my, my place is. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I want the agents to be successful and I want them to be the ones who are seen as successful. I, I'm just fortunate enough to get to work with them every day. Yeah, that's a great perspective. Josh, talk a little bit about the the converse side of that. In other words, what do you think it takes to um, to be an effective follower? You know, not, especially like somebody that's on your team, what 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 are those traits that make up a uh, somebody who you would consider somebody who's really following well? Um, I did people who collaborate well together. I mean, we're definitely an interactive team. We, we collaborate, we share ideas, we mm-hmm. work together as, as a cohesive group. And I think that's important. So uh, being able to be different without being divisive mm. is, is kind of the, the trick, right? That's because awesome. everybody has yeah. a different way of running their business Sure, and that's okay. And everybody may have a, a, a different opinion of, of what is the right path to take in a certain scenario. But just because it's different doesn't mean it needs to divide us as a group. Mm, wow, that's great, uh, great insight. I appreciate your your thoughts on that, Josh. What would you say is the thing you're, um, you know, is that you would consider the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? Oh gosh, I, I mean the people, the the overall atmosphere, and the sense of community that there is in West Virginia. I mean, having been born and raised here. I grew up in Hurricane, and my parents still live in Scott Depot. So it's, you know, with just knowing everybody, the sense of community mm-hmm. and, and the sense of 
helping one another. Like I just, I love West Virginia. I always have, you know, I, I get real frustrated when I, I travel all over the country with mm-hmm. the, the national association of realtors. And, you know, we sometimes have a bad rap as a, as a state. And, you know, of course we're one of the smallest in number of realtors, uh, statewide even, but it's interesting when we're here, we, we sometimes can pull more power out of our small group, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, than some of the larger states can. Yeah. That's very cool. And we've seen that, like when the water crisis happened here in Charleston. I mean, we had stuff being shipped from all over the state hmm. to help people out at our local association. And, you know, it's it's just really nice to see the the sense of humanity that mm-hmm. there is in West Virginia, I think, is is unsurpassed. Yeah. Josh, I, you know, our, our show is called Positively West Virginia. We're trying to focus on the positive things. And, and, and it sounds like you guys are doing amazing things there there in, in the Kanawha Valley the last 20 years. But I always like to ask the question, you know, take us to your worst moment in business so far. I think there's a lot that we can learn and our audience can learn from those trying times as much as, uh, like, I always say people like to be on on the top of the mountain but seldom like to be down in the valley you know in terms, of, in terms of business to take us to that place your worst business well I, I think we were all there together uh it would have been somewhere around 2008 mm. and the the mortgage crisis and mm-hmm. the real estate market crash if you will yeah um while west virginia itself did not suffer as much as other parts of the country we definitely did and at that point in my career, we had been open about three years, mm. and I had just finished construction on a brand new house for myself. Depleted my savings, because mm. you know it. I went over budget, as I understand most people do when they build new construction. Mm. But I, it, it was tough, you know. And then going into three to six months of of a very sluggish market, very little income staff that needed paid, bills that needed paid, using credit cards to try to leverage those things. Mm. Um, it, it was There were some sleepless nights there for sure. Mm. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is I actually ended up renting my house at that time and moving into an apartment that I owned uh, just in order to reduce my expenses any which way that I can. Mm. Wow. And, you know, there, there was a time where, you know, it was like, well, do we look at full-time job elsewhere? Do we look at, um, you know, bankruptcy? Do we look at what do we do? And, you know, I just, I, the, the word perseverance just kept coming to mind Mm -hmm. and I knew that, you know, I didn't get this far to quit or give up and I didn't. So we, we pursued onto the other side of it and within, yeah, I, I made a lot of changes as far as spending and things within my own self. And within a year, we were back on our feet and, mm. and back where we needed to be. Mm. And we've gone nowhere from there but up. That's, uh, a, that's a great, uh, great ending. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because, you know, that three-year period is, uh, is oftentimes a make-or-break year. You know, a lot of companies don't make it 12 months and then even more fall off after two years and third year if you can make it over that hump it seems like that's that's the magic number you know and there you are the third year and you have to go through the housing bubble bursting and the mortgage crisis and everything what's if you could break it down to like one takeaway you know you mentioned perseverance but you know break it down to that you know that one takeaway you could get from that experience josh learning to go with the ride the wave be humble don't Mm. you know 
I always tell people being humble is, is part of the process of being successful. And it, during that process, I met a lot of great people. I actually met one of my greatest mentors uh, and probably someone with whom I've done a significant amount of business since all because I moved into the apartment that I moved into and they happened to own the adjoining unit. And we met through that process. And had I given up and, and filed bankruptcy or moved out of state or done whatever my other options were, I would have never met this individual and would have never had the opportunity to uh, have such a great mentor that has helped me mentally get to where I'm at today. Wow. That's something, huh? So yeah, don't, you know, I think we get, we get into, sometimes we get into these situations and we just quit looking ahead and you can't stop. Like that's that whole perseverance idea, yeah. you know, just keep moving forward. Absolutely. And, and, you know, kind of using my little analogy of the, of the mountain and the valley, I mean, you, you can't get to the mountaintop unless you actually go through the valley. You know, you don't just start at the top of the mountain, right? Exactly. And so and sometimes in business, you know, you got to get to the top and then you, you get down to the valley, and you, you know, you learn a couple of lessons, and then you make your way back up. But uh, yeah, that's, and you bring those lessons with you. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 incredible. So thank you for for sharing that experience with us, uh, uh, Josh. I want to take a, a second just to mention the incredible sponsors we have for Positively West Virginia. They are the State Journal, WVNews.com. Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Josh McGrath. He's the owner of Real Estate Central. They're based down in Kanawha County, West Virginia. I've got five, lo- five locations uh, down there. Josh, uh, let's get back to it. What's the vision you have for Real Estate Central long term? I think continuing to build a team of real estate minded entrepreneurs, helping folks grow their business, becoming more and more established in in multiple communities. Um, You know, we've recently uh, expanded, like I said, into Huntington and we're up through Parkersburg, looking at Beckley, looking at Morgantown. Uh, You know, there's there's just there's other opportunities within the state that we want to take advantage of. Yeah, that's that's very cool. How do you attract new customers? How do you grow that uh, that whole business model? How do you how do you do that right now? Our, our growth is really we focus on the relationships that the the staff, the agents, the folks that are working with our team already have. Real estate is very much a relationship driven industry, and I think if you're going to deal with someone, you want to deal with someone with whom you know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody talks about the the online competitors such as you know Zillow or you know these things people going on there, but I, I and there are folks who use that avenue to buy or sell real estate. But I think at the end of the day, the people want to connect with someone with whom they feel they have a sense of connection and not mm-hmm. just a person who's handling a transaction. They, they want that, the, the knowledge, they want to know, that you know, the area that you're knowledgeable of the area, you're knowledgeable of the process. And, and again, like I said, they want to know, like, and trust the person they're choosing to work with. Yeah, that's great. What's one of the biggest challenges you face, Josh? I, I, back to that. I think that the, the idea of being able to do everything online, um, you yeah. know, people want to buy their car. You can buy a car online now and get it delivered to your driveway. Um, and I think we're seeing some of that. 
But there again, with a car, you can pick the color and the make and the model and you know what you're going to get. With a house, there's only one like it on that specific address. Right. And so I think that, you know, there's there's going to be some challenge to the technology side of our industry. We're seeing some of the big players get into the market. Um, Amazon has started dabbling in it. Uh, Zillow's opened up their first brick and mortar office in Charlotte. You know, I don't know what that's going to say for real estate long term. But I still believe that if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you want to connect with someone locally that you know has your best interest at heart and is is got the idea of helping you become more rooted in your community than you already are. Mm, yeah, I just think about uh, some of the good, great realtors I know, you know, here up in North Central West Virginia, and and, and you're you're exactly right. Uh, those are the p- kinds of people that I want to do business with. You know, they understand the market. They they uh, they bring a lot to the table. A realtor, it's it's two syllables, right? Not real utor, right. realtor. No, gosh, no, <laughs> not realtor. That's oh my gosh, that is my. That drives me crazy me. too, and I'm not yes. even one. No, you, know? you said it earlier. I was like, he knows his stuff. Yeah, yes. realtor, realtor, two, absolutely. Two syllables, uh, but you know, realtors, um, they have to go through certifications and training, and they have to really understand the subject matter. Not only that, but have to understand the local market and and what it takes to actually get in. I mean, I, I even somebody like myself who's owned numerous homes, I mean, I couldn't imagine buying a home without using somebody who understands it and knows what to look for and, you know, could help organize all the inspections and closing and all. I mean, there's a lot to it, right? So the value. There's a lot of moving parts. A lot of moving the, parts. The trick exactly. is having someone who can manage all those, I call them spinning plates, all yeah. the spinning plates exactly. at the same time. Yeah, you don't <clears> want any of those crashing, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, you lose one, you lose them all. That's right. That's right. So, Josh, you know, I, I think back 20 years ago, you know, you go to real estate school just out of high school. You had this vision and looking back at all that, you know, you, you come from a great place uh, of experience. What would what would be one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or entrepreneurs maybe just starting out? What would be one piece of advice you would give to them? I would say get up early, set your mind to success and don't believe what everybody else tells you. Mm. It, you know, I, I am up every day focused on what the day has in store for me. I'm mentally prepared when I leave the house for anything that could come my way. And I got very used to being told I was not going to make it. I was too young to be in this industry. Mm. This was not a man's world. Um, you know, no one was going to trust an 18 year old kid with their biggest purchase mm, ever. Mm. I mean, I heard it all yeah. and I just chose not to believe it. I, I wanted to prove them wrong. Mm. And I was told no by a couple companies that I interviewed with and tried to go to work for. And you know, I, there were, I had every opportunity in the world to stop trying, mm. uh, you know, like I said, I, I pick on my mom. I love her. She's my best friend, <clears throat> but she tried very hard to talk me out of it. But she's now worked for me for seven years, so I think we're past that. <laughs> I'd say so. Uh, Josh, what's one thing you do every day that you think <clears throat> contributes to your success? I sit down and send handwritten cards to people, be it their birthday, be it someone I met at an event, mm. be it whatever it may be. I send some sort of card that is handwritten as either a thank you or like I said, happy birthday, happy anniversary. Like I just try to bring, 
I try to spend every day bringing joy to others. Mm. And that in turn brings joy to me, which changes my whole outlook on life when I'm interacting with other people. That is awesome. That's a lost art too, by the way, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I get comments all the time on, we got another one of your cards. That's great. Well, and that's, that's a way that you can differentiate yourself from others out there, right? Absolutely. Well, everybody wants to send, you know, nowadays we send a text or an email or, (laughs) you know, and we've gone from the days of, we used to go to our mailbox and dread it because it was nothing but bills. Well, now we get our bills in our email. So what do you go to the mailbox for? You know, so when you do go and you have a card or a birthday card or somebody's taking the time to Mm -hmm. sit down and handwrite something like it makes my day. Mm -hmm. So I try to at least send two to three of those every morning, something Mm -hmm. out to somebody uh, that's going to brighten their day when they get it. I don't know if you happen Mm -hmm. to know uh, President Gordon Gee uh, at West Virginia University, but he's a master of that as well. I mean, it's just and it is. It's so cool. You run into him someplace and. It was just a happenstance meeting, and next thing you know, you get a card in the mail two days later. And you're like, "Wow, that, right. was, that was amazing! How how did he do that?" Right? So it definitely, you know, it can can have that effect on on relationships. And you're talking about doing business with people you know, like and trust. What a perfect, simple thing! But oftentimes, those simple things are can can be extraordinary, right? Well, absolutely. And I think in our industry, we've become. Uh, I, I think as an industry nationwide, I mean, when you're talking 1.3 million Realtor members of mm. the National Association, you know, we've become caught up in the idea that there's some tool or magic wand or something out there that's just going to help me do my business and make all this money and be successful. And th- there is no such thing. The, mm-hmm. the key to it is hard work. Yeah. And I think for me, sticking to the basics has allowed me to grow a successful business. That's awesome. What's one resource you use that, uh, like maybe it's a piece of technology or something like that, that you just can't live without, Josh? I would say the one piece of technology we use on a daily basis is Dropbox, just because it allows all of our offices to collaborate mm-hmm. and keep all of our files in one central location. But I mean, as far as fancy technology, that's about as crazy as we get. <laughs> <laughs> What's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people, entrepreneurs, and that kind of thing? You know, one of my favorite books, and I try to make all salespeople read it, is a book called uh, Take the Stairs by Rory Vaden. Hmm. And it's it, he's with a company, I think, called Southwestern Consulting or something. He's a speaker trainer. But it, it's just such an interesting book because the whole premise of the book is Everybody in America, you go anywhere, any mall, any convention center, and you see these people just forming lines to ride the escalator. Mm -hmm. And yet nobody's taking the stairs. And the whole premise is people who take the stairs end up going further in in their, you know, whatever their career path may be. Hmm, It's a great book. It's a good read. Yeah. In our resource uh, section of PositivelyWV.com, we have all the books that have been recommended uh, over the last 90 some weeks we've been doing this podcast. And I don't think that one's been recommended yet. So we'll make sure we have a link to that. Uh, people can just click it and buy it on Amazon if they if they uh, want to do that. So that's, yeah, that's it's a great cool. read. Yeah. I'll definitely check that one out. Josh, when, you know, as I mean, I, obviously we, over the last half an hour or so, we've covered a lot of ground. Would, um, is there anything out there you would like our audience to know about your company? Uh, and kind of maybe just wrap it up with, uh, with some final words, if you will. Gosh, I don't even know. I mean, I think that just knowing that we're, we're here to serve the community, 
Uh, we're very passionate about that. Um, our culture is very different yeah. from that of any other real estate firm. Mm-hmm. And I think that shows <clears throat> when you come in our offices and interact with our, be it our staff or our agents, just the, everything from the first meeting through the closing is going to be an experience. And our, our customer experience is what we focus on. Yeah. Josh, um, how can our listeners uh, learn more about uh, Real Estate Central and get maybe get in contact with you? Sure. They can go to realestatecentral.biz. That's our company site. That'll show you where all of our offices are, connect yeah. you to any of our agents, Great. Uh, and allow you the opportunity to you know find out more about where what, are, what areas we serve and who you may want to connect with or already know that works here that you could work with. Very cool. And we'll make sure we have uh, links uh, to that. And uh, you guys on social media as well, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We'll have, we'll have links to all that on the show notes section of the podcast for sure. Josh, it's been a real honor to have you on the podcast today. Uh, I'm really impressed with what you've been able to do over the last 20 years and building a, a great real estate company there in the Kanawha Valley. And I think what you're doing is really awesome. And I just encourage you to keep it up. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's It's been a fun ride and, and a privilege to be able to be where I'm at today. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And I uh, again, I just I think that's really cool. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Josh McGrath and his company, Real Estate Central, there in Kanawha County, West Virginia, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate the uh, comments and positive uh, encouragement that you guys are sending to our team. And we, uh, we would also encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.